That's why I put the podcast. NSFW. The man with bands. Hector Montoya Jr. Jordan Bristow. And then we got our guest, Dollar Dollar Keith Box. He said once we blow up, he'll be our guest. And look at us blowing up. Number 180 on iTunes. What is that? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I guess the really first thing I want to really talk about is kind of like a fact check just a little more earlier uh, just because we do have a falcon fan with us <laughs> and some things were said it's podcast number two that i think should be addressed oh so uh number Julio. three receiver huh yeah. Julio's number three what are y'all talking about he's still the best receiver in the league <laughs> forget about it did i say that yeah you did. oh yeah, yeah that's probably because i never see the dude play <laughs> and if he hey. does play he don't get the ball. What kind of number one receiver don't get the ball? No, he doesn't get the ball in the end zone because he has three guys covering him. Goes but deep. you had your best receiver. Just leave your team. Best. Go to the Patriots. <laughs> best receiver that left to the... Patriots? The, nah, he went to... Curtis Samuel? He went to... Oh, he went to Washington. Washington. Sorry. He got paid the Patriots team. wanted him. Aren't they getting a new name? Like... Washington, Washington football, football team. team. It has a ring to it. They should keep it. <laughs> it kind of does, actually. But I don't know. Supposedly, it said uh, we might most get Most touches. Most touchdowns. He, he rushed for 200 yards in one season, and people are praising this guy. But hey, what's the... This but he's a receiver. Second, second podcast, he was talking about, yeah, you know, he's good. And you're kind of like hyping him up a little bit. And then we talked on the phone and said he got traded, and he was like, that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, didn't he just type this guy up? I mean, like I, like I told my boy right here, dollar, dollar, keep box. Dude, we got that special Whoops. guest on the freaking podcast, bro. I was telling him that I wasn't sad, and I wasn't even mad once he left. So it's just a... I've been hearing it for the like the past day. It was a meh. Meh. It happened. It is what it is. We got David Moore, though. David Moore. David Moore. DJ Moore. All, all I know is the cornerbacks are going to see more. TDs coming in. <laughs> That's all I know. It's gonna happen. Uh, he's actually yeah, I like more. Yeah, talked about Curtis getting the most touches, and then he's a wide receiver that rushed for two hundred yards. I'm telling you, I told you. I think last podcast, they're gonna probably use Robbie as the little runner. He he ran for a little bit, but not even close to two hundred yards. But with the new system, or not really a new system, just new additions because we got a lot we got david and i called it episode one i said i can see one of these three tight ends going into carolina and it ended up being dan arnold from arizona and i actually watched him play a few games with uh kyler murray he can block and he was a whiteout tight end so Dan Arnold reuniting with offensive coach Joe, Joe Brady. Brady. Yes, sir. So that just had me like happy. I was like, man, it, it brought me back to the Greg Olson days. I can see a screen already happening, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh, we gotta get the Moors out the way." And then I don't know where you just see a tight end just down the middle, sixty yard TD. Yes, y'all picked up one, so no more, uh, no more Kyle. What's the entire I was telling you about? Oh, Kyle Pitts. No more Kyle Pitts. Uh, I've been talking to my boy. 
Dollar dollar wait, keep wait, bucks. Wait for the draft pick. It's tied in. Yeah. Unfortunately, it looks like he's gonna go to Atlanta at number four. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. If you're at number four, you have bigger problems than your tight end. That's all I'm going to say. But if we can draft him at number four and we can build the defense through the rest of the draft, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. But I'd rather have a quarterback. Rather have a quarterback. And then the rest defense or something? The rest of your picks? Yeah, I mean, if we draft the rest of our picks as defense, because we have one safety now. We just picked up the guy from Oakland. I don't even remember his name. Something O'Neal or something? Right? Nah, I don't even remember. Uh, no name, no name. Eric something. We picked up the kid from Oakland. Uh-huh. Or, I'm sorry, Las Vegas. We don't have a free safety. We have one corner, A.J. Terrell. Mm. And we have two linebackers. So, mm. the Did rest of our Did I just get one away? Oh, we just picked one. yeah. Keanu Neal signed with the Cowboys for $5 million. Mm-hmm. He was a strong safety. He's going to move down to be Wait. the weak side linebacker. I was going to say, really? So that's a big boy? Uh, he's probably like 225, 230. He's mm-hmm. a big dude, but he's coming off of like a tall? Achilles tear in 2019 and a ACL tear in 2018 mm. in the playoffs. So... He's reuniting with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is now the defensive coordinator in Dallas. Shout out Dallas. That's where I live. Hey. He is the uh, defensive coordinator in Dallas. Uh, he was the head coach of the Falcons. He got fired midseason last year. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator at Florida as well when Keanu Neal was there. Ooh. So that plays a big part in the reasoning why Atlanta picked him in the first round of twenty. What are we in? 2021 and 2016. Mm. So Chemistry. Keanu Neal is a Dallas Cowboy. Mm. And he's moving from safety to play linebacker now. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's you know who, I heard, who uh, I heard the Broncos might get? And just, just because of uh, Mr. Vic, my head coach, they said they want to try to talk in Sherman to from cornerback Ooh. to moving into a safety spot. Richard? From Richard Sherman. They want to move him since he's like he's got, he's got a high football IQ but he's a little, a little I slow. Feel like, I feel so they like. said put him as a safety for Broncos. And I was like I, mean, I don't know. Didn't he feel like no. I was going to say didn't he play a little bit of safety when he was in Nah. Yeah, when he was in Seattle, they played cover three for the most part, so all he had to do was play zone. Oh, okay, that's why he was and, out there deep. Let's yeah. pick Benjo's scheme, too, zone, so yeah. I'm fit. But, um, man, before we get much more into this podcast, I just had a little something I wanted to show you. Yo, uh, Austin, you mind throwing me that bag there? Uh-oh, what the heck is happening? Just because uh, I remember I was going to get you... Uh, <laughs> what the heck is happening? You for your birthday, and then we got to What is this? It's not too crazy, man, but... uh. Didn't come out exactly how I wanted it. It was a podcast. Oh, shit. What? Why'd uh, you make this? <laughs> today. I had oh one. My I was trying gosh. to do some test runs, but, uh. What yeah, the heck? I just couldn't. I envisioned what a little different. What month is that? We're in March. His birthday was like nine months ago. Uh, <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> oh, it's never too late for a good podcast. Oh, it fits like a glove, but it's actually a cap. I like it. <laughs> Golly, gummy. For everybody that's listening, again, I appreciate you for the listen. So right now, that man Jay Bands just gifted me a cap that says the man on it. 
with the whole podcast name on the front. The Man With Bands. All black cap. Got a little silver lining on the bottom. Bruh. I appreciate you, man. Golly. And then rewind a little bit. (laughs) That man, Keith says he lives in Dallas, so I just gotta... We're over here in Denton right now, so I just gotta thank the host, Austin, the brother of the band with the bands, J-Bands. A-Bands. And then Keith for... Letting me stay over here in Dallas right now. I said that we had a St. Patty special. And it's been a special time over here in Dallas. It's been some great vibes. It's just been great hospitality. Left and right. I leave from left and go right. And it's still great hospitality. So I'm just mind blown with that. So I appreciate the host. And I appreciate Mr. Mr. Keith Dobson out here. Yes. Special guest. Dollar Dollar Keith Box. Yes, sir. But Snarlsworth. Keep, keep rewinding. But uh, we could actually pick up right there because of speaking of like hospitality and really being grateful. Thank goodness your organization actually didn't draft a kicker in the first round. Thank goodness. Fact <laughs> check time. Good gosh. I don't know what I was reading, but I ended up reading. It was the first time in franchise history that we drafted a kicker in the draft. So... Shout out to Harrison Bucker. If you're still here, we still wouldn't have to worry about Graham Cano <laughs> and Joey Sly at all. It was just me straight. Harrison Bucker got nine points on the board with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm telling you, that's that's not a choke artist at all. At all. But keep rewinding. We're still rewinding. Number three, receiver for the Falcons. The man said he wanted to draft a new quarterback. So who's the problem? Is it Matt Ryan or is it Julio Jones or is it just the defense is just? Uh, I would say it's a grab bag. You can put your hand in the bag and pick something out and you can figure out what the problem is. Defense, zero pass rush. We signed Dante Fowler to a big contract, did nothing. Uh, We have a quarterback that makes $30 million a year to be a game manager at this point. Uh, he's 38 years old. Uh, can't really do too much anymore. You're a game manager. Uh, you're going to throw short passes, very similar to what uh, mm-hmm. the tail end of Drew Brees' career. Very accurate quarterback, but you're not going to throw the ball deeper than 15 yards down the field. Mm-hmm. And that's very similar that's to what, I... what Matt Ryan does these days. Oh, really? That's what I was thinking Dak does this whole time. And that man got some bands. We talked about it last episode, and I've been saying just work on them bombs. So y'all pay this guy $30 million a year? Uh, after our uh, Super Bowl run back in 2016, uh, Matt Ryan obviously won the MVP, uh, went off in large part to Kyle Shanahan being the offensive Ooh. coordinator. Uh-huh. After that Super Bowl, he dipped out and went to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried turning around Jimmy Garoppolo, but that's clearly not working out very much now. Uh, they made a Super Bowl run, but he obviously wasn't the uh, reasoning for that. But Matt Ryan's a good quarterback, but he's That's aging. Yeah, How 38 years old now. Really? Damn, feels like yesterday. Yeah, feels feel like, like yesterday when I spiked my phone after they uh, <laughs> signed him to a long-term deal after uh, drafting kids. him. 
we yeah. were kids at this point. Yeah, sophomore in the locker year room. in high school. In the locker Something room, like that. Leaving, leaving football practice. Get a, I want to say it was a Motorola Razor, but he's saying it was probably like a Samsung. Yeah, it was, it was a the Samsung phone. Huey. Huey, a, something like that. It was a flip phone. Whatever it was. Uh, I was not a fan of Matt Ryan being the quarterback of the Falcons. But, you know, uh, Michael Vick was too busy fighting dogs yeah, to uh, crazy be the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, fact check, Matt Ryan is 35 years old. Ooh. Uh, but they just restructured his contract to uh, be a lesser cap hit this year. He was set to be at $35 million, I believe it was. Now he's down to 22 Really? Yeah. No, I, I thought he barely took like a million off. No, so, they, they took a pretty big chunk out of that, uh, transitioned it into a signing bonus so that they can have some cap room, uh, you know, the uh, – what is it? The salary cap. Uh, usually it goes up in the NFL, but the past two years, two years, three years, something like that, it's been going up. But this past season, due to COVID and whatnot, uh, it's actually going to go down. So mm-hmm. they needed to make room to go under the salary cap this past season. And restructuring Matt Ryan was the obvious choice, thing, whatever you want to call it, to do. Uh, new GM, Terry Fontenot came out and actually admitted that he did not want to restructure Matt Ryan because really? they're planning on drafting quarterback. And oh, he, so it's guaranteed. Yeah, he said that out loud so that he did not want to restructure his contract. So reconstructing the contract, does that mean like y'all are like in it for the long run with that certain player? No, so restructuring it, uh, it, it just, just, it just makes money. a lesser ha- uh, cap hit for this season. So that they have more money to spend on other players. And at the same time, when the the new league year started, I believe it was last week, last Wednesday, which would have been the last Wednesday, the 16th, uh, you had to be underneath the salary cap in order to avoid fines and whatnot from the league. Mm. So restructuring his contract brought them like $300,000 in the green. Gosh, dang. That's yeah, so they're in a... Uh, they're in a bad spot. And is this like a normal thing, regular thing, reconstructing contracts? I feel like I barely started seeing this ever since Tom Brady's been doing it. Like, yeah, depending like it on is. depending on what what situation your team's in. But like like you said, it's especially more right now because of the whole COVID. Because Vaughn Miller, same thing, reconstruct his contract. Yeah, oh. I mean he's making what seven million dollars this year. Something like that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot less. He was in the teens. It was like 17 or 18 million. Then he went down. Per year? Yeah. Yeah, for this last year. I'll check the numbers on that. But yeah, he did take a nice little pay cut. But did he get paid them bands for this past season being injured? Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever was guaranteed, because you know they have like so the guaranteed. So he was just recuperating, then... just regenerating, and just... Yes, sir. Reconstructing. Yeah, NFL contracts are uh, weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tried yeah. to play manager career on Madden one time, and I didn't know what the heck was happening. I was like, bruh. That's when you I'm... go to settings, and you just turn salary cap off, and you just sign whoever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do that once I get back home. Man, it kind of seemed like that way with the, which I don't know about the super flashy moves, but fucking Patriots. <clears throat> yeah, they, they spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of money well, yeah, y'all think on that's some like... key players. 
for some key positions. Mm-hmm, yeah, he's going for that one day. Was it Johnu Smith? Yeah, Johnu Smith and Hunter one, Henry. Hunter Henry? What is that? Two tight ends, right? Yeah. Two tight ends. Who was their tight end? Izzo or something like that. He was no, nobody. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> last, <laughs> last tight end I remember they had was uh, Gronkowski, yeah. obviously, and they yeah. had Aaron Hernandez. R.I.P. <laughs> he came uh, yeah, he went in to paradise. prison. Uh, but <laughs> you know, back in the back in the day, he was you know they run a lot of tight end, the two tight end sets with Aaron Hernandez and Gronkowski. So I figure it's going to be very similar to that Ooh, with uh, two tight end sets and Johnny Smith. They finally have some receivers. You know, they picked up Nelson Aguilar. Same. They picked yeah. up that kid from uh, San Francisco. Claiborne, though he's number eighty four. He was all right. He had little flashes. Bringing Cam Newton back. Uh, <laughs> a lot of pressure on him now. Hector knows how I feel about Cam Newton. And a uh, lot of people know how I feel about Cam Newton. I think he's garbage. But, uh-huh. you know, the Patriots missed the playoffs for the first time in... When was Tom so. Brady drafted? 1999? <laughs> something like that. So, 22 years. It's crazy. It's the first time. So, uh, like, they came out and spent some money. That's... Is he going to turn around their team or not? Same, same coach. Bill's still there. New quarterback, Mr. I can do it all. Ain't no 32 teams. Can name 32 players better than me. And everybody starts naming them 32, and he's just there just chilling like, damn, I didn't think they would actually do that. But first time there, he can't do nothing. I, I've been telling a lot of people, how can you be a quarterback in the NFL, think you're elite, and pass for 80 yards in one game with, like, two, t- two interceptions. How is that? Who, do you, who was that? He got shut out. Who was that? Who that is? You know, but you remember who, like, there's one game he did. He actually did that, right? He didn't get over 100 yard pass. No, he, he, had, like, he had, like, a few games, like, less than 100. And it was, like, 80, 80-something yards, I want to say. I was like, how can you do that? The one game I remember him playing well last year was against Seattle. Wasn't in Seattle. First... And that two was games? very early in the season. I think it was week two or week yeah, three. Yeah, I remember the first two games. The only thing they like blew up about him was that like, he was doing good, is because he was rushing touchdowns in. So it was like, dude, he's already he had rushing. He's good on DraftKings. Yeah, he's never knew. Yeah. I feel like DraftKings would be like a, especially great for like a Kyler Murray that's gonna be bombing it and running it. Put that new uh, AJ Green. Got a new weapon. You gonna put in that? I don't know. On, uh, is that a JJ weapon Watt? though, or is that more like a a, a, a prison made shit? Yeah. You know what I, I mean? think I don't know. I think I think he could be. You good. can be a knife, or you can be a prison made shit. That boy took a lot of beatings, took a lot of injuries, so it's like you know battered compared to like I just bought this new knife from a uh, AutoZone, and it comes with lifetime <laughs> warranty. I can get this beat up, and it's gonna. I can go back and get a new one. That's a new weapon, you know what I mean? And this is just Was he like, considered number one in, in Cincinnati, though? I mean, he was. He was. Like, majority of his career. Yeah. yeah. But, but then, the past two seasons, he's been hurt. Bad. Yeah. But this last last season, was he really... Was he doubled up a lot? Because if so, you know... Uh, I, he, didn't, he didn't play most of the year. Mm-mm. No? I thought he did for some reason. No. He was, like, out, like, half the season. Oh, I think so this is just a dice roll in general, then, huh? This is a name, really? Like how I said Richard Sherman. We were talking about Richard. Like, it's a name. Because <laughs> you said that he was declining in speed. 
And this is a wide receiver that has great hands. I ain't going to lie about that. The dude has great hands, but how you said a, a corner that been playing consistently, declining in speed. Yeah. How is a wide receiver that's been getting injured consistently? Is that going to decline in speed? Like, Is he like tight end speed now? But I hear some of the tight ends are pretty quick. It's interesting. Got a couple got Hopkins, A.J. Green, and Fitzgerald now. Fitzgerald oh, is still, still in the there. league. What is this guy? That man has he's a bionicle, bro. He's a freaking bionicle. Like... Yeah, so going back to A.J. Green, uh, he actually played every game this past season. Okay. But oh, okay. 2019, he did not play at all. Uh, 2018, he played in nine games. 2020 so. was his uh, total receiving yards. Uh, he had 47 receptions for 523 yards and two touchdowns. But a lot of that goes back to... Uh, Sounds like Curtis Samuel. We can't go without you, bro. Uh, <laughs> a lot of that goes back to Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, he was getting he was getting destroyed. Uh, he ended up getting hurt toward his ACL. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Early uh, in the season, he was like a MVP rookie candidate, right? Mm-hmm. And then, because he's throwing over three hundred yards, like See, that guy was throwing bombs and in a row. Who the hell was the quarterback backup? Whoever it was, I know he got released this past week. Whenever <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a, uh, I saw an update on Twitter that the Bengals released their backup quarterback. God. Don't remember his name. Uh, what place did they end up getting? They finished in last, but they are definitely top ten. Uh, let me so look. So they it did up. better than the Falcons. No, I don't think they did better <laughs> than the Falcons. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there, quick jab. That's what happens when you have a uh, you have a coach that doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, reasoning why he got fired. Didn't he get fired, like, late in the season, too? He got fired week... <laughs> yeah, but it's all crazy, yeah. Week 10, I want to say it was. Week 9. Yeah. Uh, they beat the Broncos. <laughs> oh! <laughs> something that we couldn't do after... Drew Locke threw week. all kinds of interceptions that game. I think that was his yeah. record game of interceptions. And then, uh... <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. They turned around and lost a bunch of games after that. <laughs> uh, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have the number 5 pick. Ooh. And... Uh, Everyone they has did better. Than the Falcons. They did. They probably had it very. They probably had the same record, four and twelve, uh, which the Falcons had. Well, y'all are in a tougher division. But, what's all this trade talk? The well, straight the schedule. Oh, uh, that's true. Was that? But y'all's teams swapping pay, or trades? Isn't there like some supposedly like mock drafts? drafts. Yeah. That's all I've seen. Why? But yeah, there's a lot of mock drafts that have the the Panthers moving up to number four. Why, what do y'all need? Who do y'all, what spot are y'all trying to fill so desperate? Well, they're trying to get rid of Teddy. That was for a fact. But y'all, you're getting low line now, though. We got two new offensive linemen after the second episode. I said, man, we just need to build around Teddy, get that (laughs) offensive lineman. So we ended up getting Pat Elfian off of the Jets. And the last time we got a Jet player was that man. Robbie the Jet Anderson, <laughs> and you know how he did, finished over a thousand yards and receiving. Barely had some TDs, but he's gonna get way more this year, guaranteed. And we also got Cam Irving. I think he last played for Dallas. I'm not quite sure on that. Had a picture of him with the Dallas uniform. I asked a Dallas fan. Shout out to Javier. Hopefully you're listening. Got one negative comment on my, and for everybody not watching right now, the whole crew right now got the team jerseys. So we got Mr. Keith Dobson, Dollar Dollar Keith Box with the 
number three. The number receiver. three receiver for the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. Number number three. You need to change that number eleven and just put three on it. Get everybody onto page of what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you got the number eleven, Julio Jones. Then you got old school. I'm telling you, this guy just likes giving them them uh Super Bowl flashbacks to whoever's on the show over here wearing number seven John Elway first thing I hear is Mr. Dollar Dollar Keith Box talking about the time they went to the Super Bowl and got destroyed by John. I'm like God damn Hey you know what happens. That's what happens when you play against an all time great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Too bad he's not an all time great GM. Ooh. No or yeah, quarterback yeah. whisperer. <laughs> He had to move up to, uh, I think, men's or operations or something, but we have a new George GM, and I'm happy about it. Because he was not a good GM, legit. Really? No. Pretty bad? You know, our players... Uh, I see a lot of funny stuff on South Park about them, but... Yeah. No, our, our organization isn't, too. Like, we shot, we, we re-signed Shelby Harris. He's on the line, and when he got signed... Uh, afterwards in like a little interview podcast she's talking about you know and the the Broncos organization as a whole isn't known for uh, taking care of their players and what I mean by that is them signing you paying for good work like we're known for like letting a, a player bloom and then we'll be like we'll save this money for someone else and then we, tr- we, we trade them high and then we try to get like for a nice draft picture you know a trade deal but we're just not known for taking care of our players we just they get good and we trade them away. And we don't pay them, Mr. John Elway. See, know. that's that's what a lot of, well, I wouldn't say a lot of teams do, but that's definitely what the Patriots do. Yeah. They're all Bill, about, yeah, Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. Business all the way. That man. He's all business. You got multiple guys that they trade away right before their rookie contract's up. And, you know, you get the draft picks and you bring somebody else in. Mm-hmm. I would say the big thing with John Elway is not knowing how to evaluate quarterbacks because hmm. you traded you traded up he doesn't I believe you traded up to draft uh, what the hell's his name from uh, Memphis not, not Brock Osweiler is it well Maybe. Brock Osweiler you signed him to a big contract yeah, that was... out of uh, Houston that was awful yeah <laughs> who was it the kid from Memphis I can't remember his name but he sucked do we, yeah, do all of our quarterbacks have sucked since Peyton? Since, yeah, since Peyton stepped in to play, you know, what, two, three years? Great, yeah, he won a Super Bowl. Year. Yeah. Granted, but Adam Gase was a big part of that the first year. Uh, actually, no, I wouldn't say Adam Gase was a big part of that. Uh, Peyton was a big part of that the yeah. first year and uh, made Adam Peyton. Gase a whole lot of money. That's that's what everyone was saying about John Elway too, though. It's because like, he looks so nice coming straight out the gate because he made that move. But then they're talking about trying to get Watson. I don't know why I thought that fucking John Elway was the owner for you. I didn't know. Like I, don't I, know. I remember recently passed away a couple of years ago. So the owner? Yeah. So he's just been kind. Of, we've just been kind of like I think his family just chilling without it. His family kind of fumbles around with it, but we want to sell it. That's why yeah. everyone was talking about Russell Wilson coming in Denver because. He's uh, supposedly really good friends with Jeff Bezos, and Jeff Bezos Who? sold. Russell? Yeah, they hang out and shit. So Jeff Bezos That's an sold. Interesting you know, he combination. Be, I wouldn't expect. Businessman, man. Yeah. Oh, Russell. And so they're talking thing. about uh, Jeff wants to buy a team. The Broncos are like a perfect team to scoop up if you're just looking to buy a team. I mean, you know. So that's why they had all that like rumors. Jeff's going to be the new owner of the Denver and then Russ. But I don't know. This is unfolding. I don't see it happen, though. But I thought it is interesting. I feel like that's a big old... 
kind of risk. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, <it's no> <laughs> Compared to what he's doing over there in Amazon. You're like, ah, oh, shit. I actually got to go take care of this you shit. Know, no, he might be bundling up those uh, special delivery to the end zone. He <laughs> might get the right players in there. <laughs> but I don't see it happening nice. now. At least with the Broncos. Maybe later, but I don't know. And then the man out here. Number 2-2, two, two, Christian McCaffrey on. Mm-hmm. Got one negative comment all day. Feeling good, feeling great, walking in places. Even had a little kid like, oh, it's Christian McCaffrey. I'm like, oh, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> then I hear, why you let this guy dress like this? <laughs> that was one Javier. I see it and I hear it all, buddy. <laughs> so I asked that man about our... Cam Irving, new al- offensive lineman, see if he's pretty good. What did he say? Did he he said he's pretty. He said pretty decent, but at that time, the line was shit. He says so. He doesn't know if it was like the line problem or if if he was like a problem on the line. But supposedly he's pretty decent players. So right now, I see a lot of decent additions to the Panthers that just got me hyped up for the season, like very hyped up. Which yeah. one's your most exciting one that you're like, oh, you know, yeah, you picked up? Yeah. Probably Dan Arnold, man, because I really <laughs> wanted to tie it in and then rewind. And then uh, keep talking about the Patriots scheme with two tight ends. And now we'll have Don, uh, Dan Arnold. And his last name is Thomas, man. I, I'm not quite sure. I feel bad. But uh, watch them two. Some speedsters. Pretty tall. And then two tight ends with our three receivers. Two Moors. One Anderson. And then I believe we like let some of like some people go to that. I was like, who? <laughs> who is that? We had this guy, and everybody's like, oh yeah, man, congratulations, you did great. And I'm like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so these new additions to the squad, I was just happy because uh, his last name is Fitterer, Fitterer, and he's he's amazing right now, bro. We got eight. Eight new picks. With making these, some some moves. With all these new uh, pickups, how do you feel like your draft's going to go now? Any different from last podcast? Well, first? I keep seeing that the mock drafts are going to go from number eight, trade up to number four, and get Trey Lance. But I, I've been telling Keith, well, I told him maybe once, um, I feel like we're going to draft Justin Fields in that quarterback position. But after last podcast... Three tight ends? <laughs> Golly. This man over here told me that a tight end in the first round is a waste of a pick. It is whenever, you know, you have no offensive line. Yeah. You don't have a quarterback. No offensive so line. I can't agree there. You're going to draft a... You got Teddy Bear. You're going to draft a tight end that is a pass catcher when Teddy Bridgewater is your quarterback. It doesn't make much sense to me. Got to give him his most reliable, old reliable, you know what I mean? Yeah, but what do you what do you go out and sign Robbie Anderson for if you don't believe he's a true number one? I believe have, I've been saying he's a number one. Yeah. But I've been saying it for if he was, If he was a number one and you believe in Teddy Bridgewater, then he should be able to produce better numbers than what he does. Yeah. Well, I'm saying Teddy. Oh, Teddy actually did a interception problem this past year, but... I want to say that man threw 3,500 yards. Pretty good yards. Because, like, top top yards is, like, what, 4,000 or something? Shit. These days, it's 5,000. Like, who? Who's who's throwing 5,000? 
Um, if you're if you're an MVP candidate, Aaron Rodgers. Oh damn, that boy does. Sleep. Mahomes. And he's throwing five thousand. Yeah, they're up there. Good gosh Almighty. Chemistry though, man. That's he's a lot. Be, oh, dude, that dude has great chemistry with Travis. That's what I'm and saying. then uh, what's this, Tyreek? Hill. Oh yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. yeah. That's five thousand. They just have speedsters, bro. Hardman, Robinson. We got we got speedsters now. I don't know, I don't know that much about David Moore, but I do hear he's a pretty him. pretty solid player. I picked him up a few times, so I can see spot. I can see that being the fill in for Curtis, mm. and yeah. then make more yards than Curtis, and I can see the trickery just with Robbie and healthy CMC. Oh, I'm telling you, this, this this season just sounds nice. After two linemen, off of nowhere, bro. Like, what, two days after the podcast aired? Linemen, linemen. And then we get new edge rushers. So we got now freaking Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick from the Cardinals. After you are saying the Cardinals had a pretty good defense this past season. Bro. Too bad. We got Morgan Fox, defensive lineman. We got rid of Kawan Short. And now we got Morgan Fox from the Rams. He had like six, I think six sacks, a couple uh, tackles for loss. And that was pretty. That's, that sounds like a just a, he fits in perfect with the with the whole scheme. We got we got to get a, a white boy out there. Ain't, ain't gonna lie. And now he's mixing it up. You got a whole family. Good. Yeah, you called it. You said you said O lineman. You said the Dan Arnold. Something I'm pretty stoked out, stoked for for you uh, Bronco fans out there. We got uh, we got Mr. William Fuller. I was pretty uh William. Uh, Will Fuller Will the fourth. Fuller. Oh, I don't, I don't know why Texas I thought his name was came from Houston. He might be just straight as Will Fuller, but yeah, uh-huh. but uh, William. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know saying, why I thought his name was Kyle. To a, Kyle, Fuller, Kyle Fuller, the the cornerback. Yeah, from the Bears, Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Yeah, that's not oh, William that's Fuller. Oh, that's William. What is I looking at? <laughs> that's what I was saying. There is a Will Fuller. He plays. Oh, for the... that's what I, I got myself mixed up. This isn't even close, but I just kind of mixed up. Uh, but also, <laughs> what do you mean this ain't even because, close? Because because what tripped about? me out is I saw a random tweet before you guys got here, oh. and it said we picked him up, and it said uh, and his un his we also picked up his more unknown brother. It's like Lyle Fuller, and then I was like, I don't know why I've read that. Lyle? Lyle. Yeah, How I've never you spell this? L-Y-L-E, Fuller. <laughs> and I never heard of him, but it's signed him for, signed for same one year. K-L-M-N-O-P. So Kyle, they're like, let's just name him Lyle. <laughs> Kyle Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go down the list. Yeah, I've never heard go of him. Go down the alphabet real quick. Yeah. Ooh, bars. Kyle Fuller. For a one-year deal for $9.5 million, so some, some. And then, uh, no, ain't uh, Kyle Fuller like he's, a one? He's a two-time Pro Bowler. He's not. He's he's not too bad. He's gonna be our new number one corner. And then because we we you know we had a serious Dang, number one corner from the Broncos for now unless we feel like that was last one was what Champ Bailey. No, we no <laughs> we had we had to leave <laughs> to leave Chris Harris, the dude that got iced up by Steve Smith, that got punked around that dude. I don't know. Uh, last thing I remember about Aqib Tlaib was uh, ripping the chain off of Michael Crabtree. Yeah, that's what <laughs> it Michael was. Michael Crabtree did <laughs> nothing <laughs> about it. <laughs> I remember that. He was all freaking boasting but, about it, too, after. Speaking of Will Fuller, uh, he signed with the Dolphins. Ooh. Will Fuller signed with the Dolphins. Will Fuller signed that's, with the Dolphins. Yeah, we'll see if he stays healthy. Are they all brothers? Three of them? 
Uh, I don't know about Will. I don't know about Will. But I doubt it. Because I don't want to be what Mile, Mile Fuller, <laughs> Kyle, Lyle, and then Mile. Just make sense. going down the alphabet. That's what it sounds. Dang. Put it in the dial, but yeah, that's the one I'm most. <laughs> that's the one I'm most happy about. We also got. I wasn't too sure of his name, or like, but I didn't really know much of him. Ronald Darby from the Washington Football Team. He used to play for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. He had an injury problem with the Eagles, but he played it. He played every snap last season with the Washington football team. And I was looking him up because I was like, "Is this guy even good?" Because they gave him a three three year deal for thirteen millions, and then what I've looked up, he said he was the fifth in pass deflections in twenty twenty. So nice number two cornerback. I was like, "Okay, it's not too sounds bad. like a nice, nice addition yeah, to keep you alive with that bet you have with dollar dollar keep box." Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of that bet, it went from a six pack to a case. Uh, Doghead IPA. I don't know if they sell it by the case, but uh, if I have to buy, what would that be? Four of four six packs. I will, but uh, I won't have to. <laughs> he doesn't see. He doesn't see. Drew Lock is not good. Ooh. Wait, did we do it by wins or was it by you said, QB statistics? You by, said wins, said but wins. what's what's more? What's the most official way? In your uh, QB st- right. statistics is better. He said easy because uh, the Falcons team is complete trash, but Matt Ryan is head and shoulders above Drew Lock. Ooh, he said. I guess when I was Drew Lock is not good. But the Falcons think, were garbage last year. But when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about as a whole team, but I was thinking about because Drew Locke trying to throw against... Yeah, the, the bet off the bat was better wins. team performance. I mean, we can do better team performance, too. Either way, it works you, you for me. You still feel as confident as yeah. it be? Okay, then I'll do it like that because I feel more confident. I mean, you have to pay... You have we'll to play Pat Mahomes this twice year? a year. In the draft? Number nine. Number nine? Damn, so you did way better than that. They won, was. what, one game more? Probably. Yeah. What did they finish, 6 and 10? 7. 7 and 9? Yeah, I think 7. So they won three more games. That trips me out. Isn't the, like the 17 season, 17 game season supposed to go into effect this past season? Uh, They were talking about putting that into effect next year. This 2021, 20, 2022. So this season? Yeah. Uh, nothing's official yet. Isn't that uh, where they take, they want to take out a regular season and put in one, or take out one preseason, put in another, or is it different? Or they would straight up just add it? I believe it's something like that. Re- remove one preseason game and add a uh, regular season game, and you play one team in X division based on where you finished. So, you know, fourth place in the NFC South would play fourth place in the AFC East or whatever oh, it is. Oh, really? I like that. That's pretty interesting. I like that. And because you get eight home games, eight away games to offset it, you know, one year, this year, the NFC would get the home game for the, uh, you know, you'd get nine home games, eight away games. And then mm. the next season, you'd get eight home games, nine away games. The AFC would get the uh, the extra home game and so on and so forth. Mm. I kind of, I actually liked it. Yeah. Saturday, I just so. got hyped up when I heard seventeen game season. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, yeah, an extra game of football." Yeah, it gives us an extra chance to watch our teams lose. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a little history of uh, whoever was on the bottom of the chart in the NFC South would end up being at the top next year season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until uh, these past four like, years, oh, yeah. uh, the Saints have won the division every year. Man, but the Saints are garbage. The in the playoffs, how are they gonna do this year without Drew Brees? The battle of the who, who y'all think is gonna win, Winston or Mister Hill? 
Uh, I feel like probably Winston, just because that vibe, and I, I feel like he'll like the vibe more in New Orleans compared to Tampa Bay. I feel like in Tampa Bay, he was just more wild child. I'm just going to throw it, man. Get this game over with. And now he's just in the dome. So Drew Brees talking a little something. So, yeah, he, he, got to, he got to fill in Drew Brees' shoes. And I'm pretty sure he'd probably be. But Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill? I, I was supposed to see why they would sign him to that. What was it? It was like a four-year deal. A hundred-something million. I just don't see why they would sign like a backup. Because it is a, uh, it's a bogus deal. They can get out of it anytime. Uh, uh, after this season, they can void it and just pay him his salary for this coming season. They did it majorly to uh, get out of the red in the salary cap. Mm. Money moves. That is what they did. Huh. I knew that. But yeah, Jameis well. threw one pass in the playoffs. Uh, it was a 60-yard touchdown, something like that. And they still stuck with Drew Brees and uh, yeah. ruined the rest of their season because <laughs> Drew Brees has a noodle arm. There it is. <laughs> the birth of it. That's right. I got the term noodle arm. Noodle Brees. arm Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees is garbage. I, I just can't stand the team. He has been for four years now. Uh the Saints have gone all in every year, and they haven't done anything. They lost to the Rams in the NFC Championship. They lost to the Vikings two times. They lost to the Bucks last year after beating them twice in the regular season. Maybe and it was not close in the playoffs against nope. the Bucks At all. Dude, I bet most heard about that is uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I, I heard I bet, and I just remember just hearing Mr. Keith Bucks go off right there. This guy was a believer in past four years that the Saints were going to get a Super Bowl. Oh. The past four years. years. I was just like, well, you know how, like, like Aaron Rodgers is doing. It's just like, he, you know he's getting older. Everyone knows it. You can see it in his freaking out. face. I was like, Drew Brees might. Maybe. Then I, was, I just kept, is that stigma having me believing. But, yeah, he's, he's been done. a believer. He's been done. a believer. You, you believe they're going to do it this year? No, no. I, the only reason why I was saying that is because of the the stigma around Drew Brees and that that little theory I have. There's a lot of people all, that think all he's time the goat. Quarterbacks just have that one last run, and sometimes they do it. There's a lot of people that think he's the goat. Who? Quarterbacks? Oh, just because I mean, I'm not one of them. Most yards thrown. There's just so many like little records, bro. Did but, you say what's his name was right behind him? Tom Brady? Couple, couple thousand right behind. Him? If Tom 1, Brady 000? plays a full season, he'll easily pass him this this season. Just, you know, it's only like a thousand yards. But. I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Uh, oh. Who do you he love? is he is the best quarterback of do all time. Do you love Matt Ryan? I did. <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan used to be a great quarterback, but he's falling slowly into the uh, the category like of noodle arm quarterback, where he can't throw the ball deep. He was never. I thought he had a slinger arm. Nah, he he's been a very accurate quarterback. Yeah. Majority of his career. Fired uh, up quarterback. He has a lot of passion. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's slowly Get trending. The fuck off my field. He said that to my team. He did really? that after a. Uh, they started the drive on their own one yard line against the Panthers. Uh, Chucked a ball deep to Roddy White. Roddy White caught it somehow. Oh, that's a name drop. Bombed to Roddy White. He caught it somehow. And got into field goal position, and the Falcons kicked a last-second field goal to beat the Panthers. And Damn. Matt Ryan proceeded to yell at the Panthers to get the fuck off their field. Yeah. At the Georgia With Dome. With a red face. Passionate. 
Passionate red face. Passionate red face. Damn. Get the fuck off our field. We lost uh, Philip Lindsay. I miss oh, you already. Oh, I love you. That man. I was hurt when I saw that. I was hurt just because of his story. Where did he end up going to? Oh, they all went to Houston. Texas he went to Houston, the running back academy. They now yeah. have uh, like David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, and Mark Ingram. I didn't know they had David Johnson. Really. Yeah, yeah. They've had well, they, oh, that's right. that was that's that right. trade for... Uh, Hopkins. They got oh. David Johnson back. Wow. Uh, the Texans sign all the running backs every single year, and I don't understand why. And they got rid of Duke. Wasn't Duke look pretty young, too? Like, mm, 25? Like, Phillips' age, no? I don't know. I, who do you, he went to a Jack. He's with Cleveland now, I believe. Is Duke he? Johnson. Let's look. I'm pretty sure Duke Johnson is with Cleveland. If not, he is with Seattle these days. But I know he played with I Cleveland for Carson a while. Chris Carson resigned in Seattle, right? Is that what happened? Chris Carson, yes. He's staying in Seattle. And uh, then uh, we talked about teams that are players that usually resign with the <laughs> same teams. And yeah. I feel like there's a few, like three. One that I wanted was uh, Matt Milano on the Bills. He's a linebacker. They, they gave him a pretty fat deal. I think it was like four years. I wanted him. Really? But they signed him. I remember that. There's a there's a couple. And there was a, the lineman that I shouted out uh, last week, Joe Thune, hmm. ended up signing with Kansas City. Big deal. Big, Big deal. deal. Like five-year. 80 million. Yes, sir. That was pretty mind-blowing to me. And then they get that one dude that retired and came back. Kyle Long. Kyle Long. Kyle Long. Kyle Long Long is wearing number 69. His last name is Long. (laughs) The jokes make themselves. (laughs) Reminds me of when we used to have Jordan Gross, number 69. Gross 69. (laughs) Good times. Those are great linemen. What other uh, free agent deals do we have? Uh, Kenny Galladay signed with the Giants today. Mm, four years, $38 million, I believe it I was. that, man, but once I saw the money for him, I was like, ah, I can see why we didn't sign him. Like bands. My cousin, if you're watching this, Andrew, appreciate it if you're watching. Um, Shout the, out. The Eagles got Anthony Harris, the safety, one-year deal for five mil. Ooh. Apparently it's pretty good, but it's, they definitely a, needed that secondary help. One that, we did, too. Got him. Oh, yeah, your boy, but I don't think we said anything. Patrick Peterson did not come to the... Uh, he ended up going... Uh, Vikings. Vikings? Yeah. One-year deal for 10 mil. Y'all could have easily got that. I don't know. Just... We ended up getting Rashawn Melvin from the Lions. Supposedly he's a veteran and got that veteran experience, so... Um, Hopefully he's good. Hopefully he has the talent. I, I have no idea who this guy is. I never really watched the Lions, but... This is the one I've been tripping on. Hmm. Lil Luke. Supposedly this can be Luke Keekley's successor. Denzel Perryman from San Diego Chargers, number 52. L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers. My bad. Back check real quick. <laughs> oh, snap. I wrote that in my notes. My bad. My bad. But, yeah, this guy has the intensity of, like, Luke Keekley. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, ready to see it. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped up. Him, Hassan Reddick, and Brian Burns, Mm -hmm. edge rushers with our new 
basically our youngin line, second year, uh, was sophomore year, and the addition of Morgan Fox to that. Some of nice. Yeah, and then we still got Action Jackson out there in the corner now with Rashawn Melvin. Get that veteran experience. Give him some new, new little notepad. Hey, you're doing this wrong. Your footwork's wrong here. You want to be more wide at this point. It's going to help that man a lot because the dude has potential, but he has that one kind of like personality that when you get bummed out, you're bummed out. You just can't get out of that rut. So you're going to have that new veteran like, come on, pick your head up. You got this. You got this king. No, you weren't. Man, he's going to fucking believe him because he's a youngin'. So I can't wait, man. I honestly can't wait. One, another, another one. Which I don't, I don't find it too interesting. But somebody was talking to me about it. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky went to the oh. backup. Gonna be, be on the Bills. For backup. a backup. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm assuming he's not gonna beat Josh Allen, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I, he's yeah, not gonna right. beat out Josh Allen. Uh, that was a kind of interesting move, though. What would make him beat Josh Allen? Is he like uh, <laughs> loves this offensive scheme? If Josh Allen jumped off of a cliff. <laughs> That's the only way. I love it. Uh, yeah, the the Bears kind of dropped the ball there. Uh, traded all those picks to San Francisco to move up one pick. What to, pick is that? Uh, they went from three to two. Oh. To pick up Mitchell Trubisky and uh, the oh. Bears have literally been a quarterback away for Mitchell Trubisky's like, entire. So they're years, number so three four years. And this is supposedly like the. The draft of the quarterbacks, basically? This year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence, you got Justin Fields, you got Zach Wilson. I see uh, that the, Trey a Lance. lot of people want to get Zach mm-hmm. to the Panthers. I feel like Zach's going to go to the... And Zach's a man? Huh? McCorkle Jones. Mac Jones. Uh, I real name's, think, yeah, real name's McCorkle. <laughs> McCorkle? McCorkle. Jones. That's your yeah. Tom Brady of the, of the decade? Is that I, 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 just, I just think he's super underrated. But, I don't know. I just like that underdog. They're talking about, the, the, the analytic guy I saw, he was talking about, he's like, yeah, just no mobility. He can't run it if he if he really needs to. And then just the arm strength. And then I, I was just, that's that one I was talking to, uh, another sports podcast was talking about how he's just going to be a dud. The rest, of, the rest of the QBs will shine, but they say Mac Jones. It's gonna be a dud. So Mac Jones, no. Yeah, so it's probably just because that little little debate I had with them. He's saying the man don't have bands, but you say that man stays with the bands and he's gonna just blow up. Probably, probably not at first. Somebody's gonna learn somewhere, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I mean, think he's gonna surprise. He's a hidden gem in the rough. I think. I think he could be a. Ooh. Yeah. Scheme. Uh, he'll get drafted in the first round. Uh, Mac Jones is Matt Ryan 2.0 essentially. Really? Can't throw a very good deep ball. Uh, can every now and then. Uh, not very mobile, but if he needs to run, he can. Mm-hmm. His big thing at Alabama was he had two first-round right wide receivers. Uh, Devontae Smith uh, won the Heisman this past year. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Waddell, who's a very good receiver. Uh, he's going to go in the first round as well, so... That is the big thing with Mac Jones, Ooh, where he know. had two receivers that, you know, they're wide open all the time. Hearing that, I, I didn't even huh. think about drafting a wide receiver. Add Jamar new, Chase. Add a new one to the addition with Robbie and the Moors. How would your top starting three go in your ideal if you were to pick up Smith or Waddle? 
Jamar Who, Chase is the best quarter or uh, corner. Uh, wide I'd like receiver. to get a Bama receiver just because the last Bama receiver back in the day, Mister Mister Dobson here was was ready to get that man AJ Green, <laughs> and I was like, Nah, boss, y'all got a good. Because I used to watch Bama football as a, as a kid. Like that was like a team that was just they had some special athletes. Isn't that where Derrick Henry came from? Derrick Henry, uh, Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. Julio Mark. Jones, where you're going with yeah. on this one? Yeah, I was like, nah, y'all got a beast with Julio Jones, and he did pretty good until he became a number three receiver. <laughs> that's that's on him. He 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 got to live with that. I don't. <laughs> but that'd be, that'd be nice. Bama, get Bama receiver, just give Teddy they, they got some potential, man. Some just freak athletes, and that's what Julio is. Is a freak athlete. That guy is really good. He's a freak athlete, but he gets hurt a lot. And Ooh. there's there's uh, rumors that they're going to trade him. How does that uh, make you feel? Wearing the jersey you know, and all. It sucks. Is it meh or is it like... No, uh, it's it sucks. But yeah. at the same time, he gets hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a very big cap hit. He's I believe he's the highest paid receiver in the NFL. Ooh. But you're paying all that money every year for him not to play very well or not to play very much i feel like that's a dark horse uh breakout performer of the year and he'll probably get like a was it comeback mm. comeback player of the year yeah i can see that i can see him going off for like yards i can see him at least at least ball. at least 1300 yeah i mean he gets a lot of yards regardless i mean he played eight games this year and he averages 100 yards a game Okay then. He had eight hundred. He, he had eight hundred yards. He might get. Uh, he might get up there to the two thousand. Was that Larry Fitzgerald style? Uh, Megatron. Megatron. Calvin Johnson. Johnson. Uh, the year that the Falcons made the Super Bowl, shout out twenty eight to three. Still hurts me to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he feels that every day. He sees the numbers. Julio Jones went off that year. Uh, he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. That's what happens when you get triple covered in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Goes back to your point last week that uh, you drafted him in fantasy, but he didn't do much for you because all he does is get yards. Yep. And uh, you get in the red Make zone. Touchdown, why won't you? Three Sheesh. guys, you know. Three guys, you're what? Six foot four? four? Six three, six, six four, something like that. With freaking like freak uh, reach. Yeah, free reach, but uh, if you got That's three guys on you, someone's going to be wide open. That's true. No, oh, I didn't even think about that. That same year, Matt Ryan set the uh, NFL record for the most different receivers to catch a touchdown that season. I believe it was 15. Ooh. So, uh, you know, he does his job, but... Um, it's a tough division right there, NFC South. Yeah. After After this past season... It's on watch. It's on check. It's on lockdown. Mm-hmm. NFC South just gonna be rising and rising, which is actually these guys' motto is it rise up. Yeah, rise up, but they haven't done it in a while. <laughs> They've been number four for a minute, or what? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> They've been. Uh, They've been, been in the basement. Three. We've been number three for the past what two seasons. <laughs> but. The best part of it is uh, everyone in the NFC South, if you're a fan of a team, you can agree that you hate the Saints. Mm-hmm. We Some have people. all made the Super Bowl. The 2015, the Panthers. 2016, the Falcons. And this past season, the Buccaneers. Uh, the Saints have not made the Super Bowl since 2009. 
believer right here. Jake Vance. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, you can make the Super Bowl when you have a bounty on every team. Yeah. And you're <laughs> the, paying your... Yeah. yeah, you're on. paying your players to try to kill people, yeah. essentially. Wasn't that, like, wasn't that the game that I actually got called on? Wasn't that with the Falcons? Or am I thinking of another team? Like uh, no, they like it was the Vikings yeah, with was... uh, Brett Favre. Oh, okay. And that yeah, was like, the uh, footage, oh. right? Don't they have like audio? Yeah, of the coach yeah. saying, <laughs> like Greg yeah. Williams, Greg Williams, uh, former defensive coordinator of the Jets, uh, lost his job after he called a engage eight in the Madden world in <laughs> overtime against the Raiders and lost the game on a bomb. Engage eight, all eight rush in, kill this fool. Yep. Right now. Didn't work. But <laughs> the Jets. See it, but you love to hear it. Yeah, but the Jets finally got rid of uh, Adam Gase, so they should be on the come up. This is a freaking NFC South, I'm telling you. It's just going to rise up. You got the defending champs. You got the. Matt Rule project that's been going in effect since 2020. Supposedly, he just does a little bit poor that first season. After that, it's just up and up and up. And then in the NFL, it's been a boom. It's going to just start spilling everywhere. Yeah, I worry you want about... touchdowns? Ooh, DJ. I worry about the Panthers uh, getting a good quarterback. I really hope they don't end up with Trey Lance or Justin Fields. So Fields is this somewhere. guy really that great? Who's that? Trey. Yes. Like, for 20 years old. Yes. He can throw. Yeah. He can run. He can run. He can throw. He can do it all. What's the cons about this guy? Uh, He does, He hasn't played that many games. That's what I've been reading something about. Like, what do you mean not that many games? Like, Well, this past season, season, this past season with COVID, they played uh, in the D, you know, D1, 2B or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Um. North Dakota State played one game. They played a championship game, North Dakota State against whoever they played. One game total. One game total. Uh, Trey Lance went off, and that was it. (laughs) They're going to have a spring season. Uh, That's how they're doing it in that league. Uh But uh, he opted out because he's going to be drafted in the top ten. So that's what I heard. Hasn't played that much games. I was like, huh. That's why I said that it probably can't translate to the NFL, but after hearing by Mr. Dalla Dalla Keith Box. You never know, man. Some of, the, some of the college players, they dominate in college and they come in the NFL and they're duds. Then others like, do I, then in college and they'll come and blow up in the NFL. Like, what's his name? Comes to mind as a. Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's the other dude? Texas boy. Colt? Uh, Colt McCoy. He did all Colt right. Colt McCoy. He did all right, right? Hey, he's still in the league decent. now. Yeah, he's a solid backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah decent, right? Last I remember, he was with but the... But he was like a stud in mm-hmm. Texas? Yeah, but he was never really expected to be a... Great, good. You know, superstar nah, quarterback good, in the NFL. Good turn. Good turn. Superstar. Uh, I, I truly believe that Trey Lance is going to be uh, very similar to Patrick Mahomes because they're... It's a bold statement. Their build, they really is he pretty very similar. Really? Yeah, he's a you know he's a big dude. He can bomb stocky? the ball down the field. He can run. I always thought he was like a little thin boy. I don't know why. No, he's he's a big dude. He's a big dude, and uh, 
snap. So it looks like the mock draft might come true. And a lot of it, you know, Patrick Mahomes wasn't a great prospect coming out of college. But he had a big old fucking fan base, but right? he can Everybody throw the ball crazily out of the stadium. Yards. He can throw it freaking perpendicular to the damn ground. Yeah, I mean, we, we all saw that throw in the Super Bowl. Three where, of them, right? I just rem- The one comes to mind where he was getting sacked and he was literally about to hit the ground and threw it 50 yards. I feel like yards. that happened to him three times that game. And nah, each the rest three were, times were just... The rest were him like getting... He was like, he was getting sacked and he was like swinging around and he just bombed it right before he got out, like out of bounds and made it to him. But hmm. not, you know, not accurate. But power was all yeah. there. Snap. That's he nice. He, so he, fought his, he fought his ass off be a Patrick that. Mahomes 2.0. Which that's is my reasoning why I don't want the Panthers to trade up to draft him. That sounds like a s- amazing pick. Is he a, is he a day one starter or is he like a... I don't know. No, it, it, it really depends on the situation wherever he gets drafted. If, you know... Yeah. Especially with the Falcons. I'm still hoping the Falcons draft him at number four, even with, Pretty you sure. know, restructuring Matt Ryan's contract and kind of being stuck for the next three years. I still hope they draft him. Yeah. Yeah. And if y'all make y'all's move up... I don't know, man. After all these moves they made, I'll tell you, it's like eight eight moves right now. When's the last day you can draft people? Like, the start of the season? Uh, The draft is the end of April, I believe. But, like, to pick up, like, free agents. Oh, you can pick up, you know, however long you want. As saying. long as people are still available. We already wasted a few millies, so... What's the average when uh, what's the average people, teams usually take out four of the rookies? Isn't it, like, something like 10 mil? I don't know. Contracts. I always thought that the rookie contracts were really cheapo depot things. Right, but you're like you know, like not even breaking the bank kind of shit. That's what well, I usually thought. round one is depending on the position. It's a couple mil. Yeah, it's a couple mil out the out the gate. Really? Yeah, typically, uh, first round, you know, you're gonna spend probably ten million dollars. Uh, Sam Bradford kind of ruined that for people <laughs> when the Rams drafted him and. Uh, he signed an extension that was like stupid. That's another name drop. God <laughs> dang. Typically, Roddy you're. White. Oh, <laughs> this guy just bringing back nostalgia. Typically, uh, all your rookies combined, you're spending like, I think it's $15 million, depending on how many picks you have. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Jeez. We're kind of on the, on the track right now then. for Trey Lance. Move up. We would even. We would just give y'all picks. Yeah, I would imagine it would be picks because they. I wouldn't see the Panthers trading us players. I don't think so either. Besides linebacker, the dude that's like, why are you why are you filming me by to here? <laughs> you see CMC just there looking like a freaking ant compared to this guy. Yeah. Trying to look up there. So huh, fifteen millis at the top. So, yeah, so you still got. I can see us just getting. I don't know. I I don't really watch college ball that much, so. I'll like another tight end, and I'll like... I've been thinking Justin Fields. It just sounds like like somebody will pick. And then I've been seeing a lot of Zach... Was it Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson from BYU? I've been seeing a lot of Zach Wilson like fans on the message boards for the Panthers Instagram page. Like, let's get Zach. And I'm like, damn, I guess Zach is the man. I have no idea. I mean, he can sling it. He can run. Uh, just decent. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him being a great quarterback, just based on the level of competition that he played against. But Trey is a great, or is he good? I think Trey Lance is going to be great. Ooh, 
Justin Fields is going to be Cam Newton 2.0. Ooh, as in a good similar, similar Can build, similar build. Because uh, Cam throws great off his like back leg, like not proper, like the whole proper quarterback stance that you're supposed to do is when he starts choking it up. But when he's like unorthodox shit, like oh, like Pat Mahomes shit, he like yeah, he freaking hits it right in the people's hands. But like if it's just a simple wheel route, proper fucking form, he's gonna fucking overthrow that bitch. He's gonna go straight to this fucking ceiling fan, and people are fucking trying to jump to that ceiling fan, and they get the ball and hit automatically. <laughs> Loss of two yards. I'm like, I think it's gonna be a lot of that. Uh, he can throw the ball. Oh, he can throw the ball out of the stadium. He's got a big arm, but uh, he's got he's got work. I mean, he work. He transferred out of Georgia because he lost the quarterback competition to um, ah shit. What's that kid's name? He got drafted by the Bills. Josh. Allen. No, not Josh Allen. He's a backup for the Bills. But he lost, you know, he lost the starting quarterback job and uh, entered the transfer portal, went to Ohio State, sat out a year. Damn. You know, he played two years at Ohio State, uh, made it to the playoff the first year, lost, uh, made it to the playoff this past year, beat Clemson the first game, and then got Hmm. waxed by Alabama because Alabama is one of the greatest greatest football teams ever assembled this past season. Really? Yeah. Pretty interesting. You say was that three three number ones? Mm-hmm. Off the back? Who's who's my cause uh on now that we picked up who we picked up from our Broncos, I I've always wondered who because you know I don't watch college like that. Mike what's his name? Micah Parsons is a linebacker. Is he from is he Penn that State? Good? Yeah. Yeah. See that good? Yeah. I, that's who I want. He's gonna be he's gonna be very similar to uh the kid that got drafted out of Clemson this past year. He's a hybrid. You know, he can play safety. He can play linebacker. Yeah. He can rush the quarterback. That's what I want. He's just undersized. What, like six foot? Uh, Weight-wise. I think he's probably maybe two, 200? 220. Oh, shit. If that. I just remember someone saying that he'd be good for the Broncos, and this is why I really want it, because he can cover tight ends really good. Yeah. And Broncos playing Waller and Kelsey, I kind of you know, oh, want that. Oh, yeah. Know. Especially if the Chargers end up picking up Kyle Pitts, because I've seen that too. Would this like, rookie be able to keep yeah. up with Travis? That's what Travis? I'm saying. That's why I want to draft the best linebacker for round round. Yeah, play him twice. Twice a year. Yeah, twice a year. Yeah. He's in our division. And Will, uh, no, I keep saying Will Fuller. Uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller from yeah, uh, Las Vegas. He's not Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Shout out the Raiders. But the stadium still looks like a. One of those robo automatic vacuum cleaners, but hey, I still haven't seen it. But I hear it looks like the the Death Star from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, got a little bit. It's a, it's a sight to see. Huh. Haven't seen it in person yet. I will see it at the end of this year when I go to Vegas for my bachelor party. Hey, I'm getting married next year. And shout out hey. to the but, May six wedding. Uh, everybody's invited. Get the followers up more people to show up let's get it yeah just uh wedding crash it i don't care i'm not paying for it dang oh speaking of them real quick just because one of my buddies he, he's a lorenzo he's a raiders fan Ooh. so he might listen to this so uh i just gotta mention y'all's pick up kenyan drake 
running Ooh, back. Ooh, he's all right. He's pretty decent. Yeah, he's all right, but, you know. He did all right with the Cardinals, right? That's where he was yeah. last. And before that, he was with... Yeah. I want to say he was with the Miami. Dolphins or the Texans. He's One of Miami. them. Dolphins. Yes, yeah. sir. He did. He, he, he did. Yeah. He took. He took the starting job from. He got the starting job already in Oakland. Oh no! I was saying when he was with the. I was say. Uh, I thought. What's his? I thought the bat. Uh, the oh, starter is like a beast. No, right? he's, yeah. Yeah, they got Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh Jacobs JJ. is. Yeah, he's. He's there to just. Help carry the load. Feeling, just, yeah, uh, feeling just a little spots, being a little uh, wide receiver. Uh, just come in third round, maybe. If not, just switch swap every couple of plays. Every mm-hmm. couple of drives, actually. Yeah, they got Drake and Josh now. They already got the, the name off the the man with bands podcast, so Tony. tune into the season. It's going to happen. Broncos are going to come in like Carly and... Fuck y'all shit up. We got any other key uh, signs? I guess I have to. I have to go over this just for my Broncos. Shelby Harris did resign for that three years. Got Justin Simmons, the highest paid safety in the NFL now, the four year deal for sixty one milli. Mm-hmm. And then Godly. we covered the cornerbacks earlier, but this guy was kind of like, who the fuck? This guy, Mike Boone, from the Vikings. Never heard of him. Running back. I've I seen know. the name. Yeah. Like on DraftKings. So I was wondering, I was looking it up for you guys who didn't know. He's kind of like uh, uh, Philip Lindsay Plus. He's like a Ooh. little taller, 5'10", so he could a little hang in there with the... How tall is Philip? My head, like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, five, if I'm not mistaken. Philip Lindsay? 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, yeah, I mean, he went to a small, small school. Uh, he was undrafted out of college. First... Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why that. I was... what's his name's height? Uh, he's been with the Eagles. Sproles. Yeah. Yeah. There's what? Small, but yeah, so... I thought that boy was at least 5'10". He, he don't look short. I'm looking up, maybe even 5'8". But yeah, so I looked it up and for you guys so y'all don't have to look out the stats. The average carry for Phillip was 4.8 yards. Mike Boone played like way, way less snaps, but his average was 5.4 yards. Hmm. So... Half, Maybe half a first down on that uh, every every time of try every average. Uh, but yeah, the reason why Philip Lindsay man because he had that record for four hundred fifty plus carries and no fumbles. So four hundred fifty three, four hundred and thirty four carries, no fumbles, two hundred fifty, twenty five hundred yards rushing, seventeen TDs. First undrafted offensive NFL player with back to back one K seasons and first. Uh, offensive rookie undrafted to make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, five, six, five, seven. Let me, let me, uh, that's let freaking, me that's impressive. I got you, let's see. Especially freaking, what is it? How, how much snaps? 534 <laughs> carries, no fumbles. Bro. That's why I was tripping on it, man. As a small kid, oh my god. I, I hope he that's... does good with the Texans, man. Yeah, I, I mean, he went, you. he's from Denver. Colorado kid. Yeah, so. Damn, I bet he's more sad than you are, huh? I guarantee, yeah, I'm sure, bro. He wanted, he wanted it, but I want to stay home. Yeah, hell, now yeah. going to H Town. Hold it down. <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna split the load with three running backs. That yeah, all... that's the, why he was the, hurt. Shorten, the Texans shorten love stocky. signing running backs. It's crazy too. It I'm, makes I'm, no I'm sense. I'm so happy that this jersey right that that I have on. 
my first time wearing it because I was like, I'm going to make sure that he gets to stay on the team. And he did, man. I'm so happy he did not go to Houston. Yeah, Philip Lindsay is five foot eight, one ninety. My height then. Yeah, yeah. Darren Sproles was actually five six, right? Yeah, yeah that's why I was yeah, like, Darren I Sproles believe, is super small. That's why I couldn't believe when you told me. I was like, dude, five still, six still pretty small, with these stats. I mean, Darren kind of did that, but I mean, even five eight, but still five hundred and thirty four snaps without a fumble at five six. That's like mind boggling, amazing to me. Yeah, that's like, impressive. I'd be like, dude, these are freaking six foot four linebackers coming. How do you not do that? Five six. That's that's yeah. a man. <laughs> that's a fucking man. <laughs> Holy shit! He eats his easily. Yeah, I mean that goes back to, you know, undrafted, small guy overlooked, made it to the NFL. And when he got Just his shot, he said, "Fuck it." Chip on the shoulder, man. I'm gonna play hard. He don't even look like he has a chip on his shoulder. He's just like, calm out there. He looks very yeah. humble and like calm out there. So that's why I was like, I couldn't get over that fact with five. Sounds so like, like he talks a little mess. Does he? Yeah, little, he's gonna probably be the like, hair and that fucking sick out bro. Uh, yeah, crazy nice. afro. God dang, cut yeah. that shit, bro. That shit's already oh, done with. I was talking <laughs> about that. Then uh, Jackson. I don't know if y'all are in the need for a new safety. We did not pick up Kareem Jackson's option for the safety. I, I little, saw I that. A little hurt. A little hurt. But man, he's guys. But I feel like we will oh, pick up though. What's his name? Richard Grant for that with our second round. He's, you know, is he is he any good? Who is his name? Richard Grant for safety. I, I, there's this one guy that I remember, former Cardinals defensive back Josh Shaw, who was suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games back in 2019. He's been formally reinstated by the NFL and is technically eligibly, eligible to sign with the team at any time. They haven't betting, played since 2018, from what I'm seeing here. Betting on some NFL games sounds like a, a high-stakes player to me. <laughs> He's going to do whatever you need to do to win. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, unless he bet it against you, then uh, he might, you know, tank a couple he plays. He might uh, let the man run for 300 yards in a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this, this, uh, I actually did retweet that just for this moment. But he has, uh, from what I see here, he has 127 tackles in his entire career over four seasons. And then he didn't play 2019? Or 2020. Yeah, the last time he played was 2018 with Tampa Bay, Mm -hmm. and he had eight tackles that season. (laughs) So he's probably just a rotation guy. Hmm. I just thought it was a crazy little thing to read about a guy getting suspended for the whole season for betting. So I was like, ah, Lee, what kind of bets are you making, bro? Big bets on Big bets on what? He's about it. Every time his his team was the favorite, he just goes and bets on the underdog. And that's why you make a uh, a fake account on my bookie. Shout out my bookie. Dot a g. Dot a g. Uh, they give you some free money every now and then, and uh, you can go make bets. That's what I do. And also, you can go to what me and the. The man J Bands go to betus.com. PA. One of the like one of the best betting websites out there. I I've been wanting to shout them out since the first episode, but I just feel like it's not time yet and I'm not sure they're cool with it. But shout out to betus.com for 
my daily gambling needs whenever I need. <laughs> Lord. Only only cons about that is uh, the bookie starts calling you at random times. And you're like, bro, quit calling me. You gotta tell him at least three times to take you off the calling list. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, bro, I know what I'm doing online. Everyone who... <laughs> Shit, I don't want no free play bonuses. I can't make money off of that. Everyone who was about to be like, yeah, I bet you got big and they just kept listening. They're like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> That's the only con I have is just just get on the on the no call list and you be straight. Do your thing. Speaking of uh, Bet USA, I think bet, bet podcast. Bet, bet us. Bet, bet us. Bet us. Last podcast, we're talking about uh, Ben Askren and Jake Paul. And you said, oh, his, his stat lines might go up. Maybe 300. He said that. No. He's actually, Ben Askren is now plus 170. He's so going he, down? Going down. And what Jake is Jake Paul? Paul? Minus 210. Jake Paul thinks he's going to knock him out viciously in the first round. Yeah, I would say that too if I was trying to sell fights. After I watched a few, a few uh, boxing, I saw a hot boxing with Mike Tyson and I saw... Some some like interviews around YouTube. It don't really look good for Ben. No. Yeah, a lot of people are saying he that this guy is very talented. But how Ben says and how a lot of people like Dana White say, uh, he ain't a boxer. No, Ben Askren's a wrestler. Uh, we've all seen what happens when he tries to go take down somebody. Right when the fight starts, uh, he gets a knee to the side of his face. KO gets seconds. completely Should knocked really out. Three. Should really be a three-second knockout. That would be a, you can't beat that. You can't beat no three-second knockout. Perfect number. Yeah, that sounds like number three's just been in this whole episode this whole time. I feel, I feel like I'm looking at him right now. I see number 11. But uh, Ben Askren, you know, I mean, he's a he's a veteran fighter. He's been fighting for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh very uh he'll do what he needs to do to try to beat Jake Paul. You think it's gonna be a decision or something like that? Or y'all think someone, no. someone's gonna get knocked out? Someone's yeah. gonna get knocked somebody's, out. It's gonna be ugly for somebody. I'm hoping it's Jake Paul because I'm tired of this. Uh yeah. and YouTubers trying to uh think they can fight. Beat boxers. Uh, they have all the money in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you make videos all day every day. You don't really need to do dude. anything yeah uh if i had the time to sit in a gym all day i'm pretty sure i can box somebody myself easily but it is what it is exactly uh, i hope jake paul gets knocked out by ben Askren. i hope what's the other one logan paul yeah gets knocked out by floyd mayweather if that actually happens if it happens mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what's happening yeah last i saw happen already but... yeah they well, want to make sure all the numbers and stuff are right. Last I saw, show. it was going to happen, but uh, yeah, I I just hope both of them get knocked out because and supposedly there's a whole card of nothing but influencers, <laughs> nothing <laughs> but nothing but YouTubers going really? at it. Like my boy uh, Austin McBroom would be fighting some dude named Bryce Hall or something like that. Another YouTuber. They're all YouTubers. Oh yeah. Like wow. this this fight has like this card has like eight. Fights of nothing but YouTubers. High ticket sales too. Huh? That's the only thing. They're doing a they're doing a YouTubers versus TikTok for fight of the platforms, or something like that. I see the I see that face of disgust. No, I just don't. I mean, I get it. I just don't get it. But I get it. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? He gets I, it, I, but I he don't get it. Yeah, I mean, if you can make money, people are gonna watch it. You can promote yeah. it however you want. And I mean, that's everybody's that's, gonna hate. Some people are gonna love. That's why I get it. If I was a YouTuber, I'd, if somebody was like, "Oh, Jordan, I'll box you." If I was a YouTuber, okay. which I actually have a YouTube channel, but no <laughs> subscriber. But if I was a big YouTuber, and I fucking went heavy into boxing or MMA. Like, I ain't gonna try to YouTube box some motherfucker that does YouTube as well. I want to go against legit competition, get a freaking pro record, and fight the best of the best. Not like, oh, you did 5 million on TikTok? Will I make 30 million on YouTube? (laughs) Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, y'all just just do that in y'all's backyard and make it a YouTube channel fucking video. Not no fucking Can't talk about promotion for fucking pay-per-view. Like, I get the money's right, but at the same time, it's just like, bro, it's just... Like, if I was that... Like, in that way, I would just make that into my YouTube channels. Like, look what the fuck I'm doing. I'm hosting fights in my backyard. Shout out Kimbo Slice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like, he tried it. He, he freaking went from viral internet sensation to the ultimate fighter. And then they paired him up with... One of, like, I'm not saying he's, a, like, the greatest, but he was good at that time, Big Country Nelson. He was already experienced, and that boy's still in, like, the Bellator, I want to say. He's in one of them still fighting to this day. I think he just had a fight, like, a couple months ago. So it's like, Kimbo did it right. These guys already have, fucking like, four fights, three fights against just YouTube scrubs. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I have a little money on it for Ben Askren, but I was going to ask y'all. I'm just live on here. Um, and I have a free hundred bucks in my bank account. Y'all want to help me make some bands? Ooh. What kind of sports are we talking about here? Live gambling mm, session? I'm thinking Jorge Mazadoff with his plus 300. Yes. No, he's not going to win. Plus 300? He's not going to win? No, he's he not going to win. Wow. That's, that's a bad much. bet. Bad that's bet. not a bad bet. That's a 50 50. That's a bad bet. That's a 50 50 bet. Why? Why? Because went, Usman's better than him. He went five rounds on the <laughs> six days with Usman to get a dis- ultimate decision loss. But compared to Usman's last fights, that he picked apart and destroyed everybody. He destroyed Kobe. He destroyed Gilbert. He destroyed Tyron. But then Jorge was. He, he, he basically. Didn't really have an answer for everything because he lost. But at the same time, look at everybody's face at the end of the match. And look at Jorge's. And that man's just... He's still there. But that a lot of that goes back to the way Usman fights. And now he has a whole... He's been in the ring with him for five whole rounds. Did not get dropped. None of that. And now he's going to be... Already mentally prepared. I can't really say about physically prepared. Because at the time when supposedly six days notice, the dude was already in the in the training gym. Training with like one of the like best wrestlers. Because he's a big wrestling fan. Jorge Masvidal even went to like the this past Saturday with the UFC fight night. They had on ESPN the NCAA like world championship. Well, wrestling, mm-hmm. wrestling, good old fashioned wrestling. This isn't wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and he was there just supporting, like he knows the people. Like 
That guy is very like he he knows his knowledge on the whole wrestling shit. So now he's been in there five rounds. He went to the NCAA championship <laughs> just looking around. I'm pretty sure Khabib last night basically gave Kevin Holland some tips and pointers. <laughs> Kevin Holland took it fifth round. This guy Derek Brunson has a hundred percent takedown defense. And fucking Kevin went out there and took him down with like three minutes left. I was just like, damn, this guy did it off of fucking little ass chit chat with Khabib. Like, watch your hips, watch your footwork. He's like, okay. Went out there and did it. So Jorge with six weeks of training is going to be a dog fight. Straight yeah. up dog fight. I don't know. I mean, isn't Usman training with Habib right now? Nah, I, I, he took a picture with. Uh, I think, I think Habib's uh, brother, his name is Usman, Nurmagomedov. Okay. And so he had Khabib, uh, Usman, and then Kamara Usman. So he's like Usman Nurmagomedov, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. But I, I think it's just gonna be a dogfight, man. Straight so is up, it, is might there... be a, might be a dude. Dude was clipping him. Like he had some shots on him, but he basically. Derek Brunson last night took 15 minutes and 28 seconds of control time. Yeah, on the ground. And then Usman basically had this, not the same, but similar fucking control time on the side of the fence. Not on the ground, but at the side of the fence, just stomping and stomping. Yeah, the foot stomps. The, 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 Usman, the Usman foot stomps. That he actually went and fucking put, went viral on uh, Instagram. Uh, doing some shadow boxing and he's he threw in the foot stomps spinning foot stomps <laughs> and all this bullshit so i'm telling you oh, if you one of them's gonna be in for a rude awakening if you want if you want to do your plus 300 yeah or whatever it is shevchenko against andrade <laughs> shevchenko is gonna lose <laughs> this guy she looked like garbage her last fight what is it plus, plus 270 she looked like garbage her last fight. Andrade's... I felt like she was bored. Up and coming. I felt like she was bored and she wanted competition, so she stretched it out to make it look like... Oh. Because she, she basically went put it on the clinic, but I do know what you mean by she did kind of look a little like sloppy. But yeah. I low-key felt like she was just bored and she just wanted to stay in there and fucking just... Too look what I can do. But then, like, the other chick had some good, like... Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so... I felt like she was testing herself, like how Goku does on his fights. He can fucking literally beat the shit out of somebody, but he wants to, like, get the best out of him, so he's gonna try to, like, dip in the water of, like, that so-called shit, you know what I mean? But Shevchenko's, like, gassed up as one of the greats. Mm Mm-hmm. Supposedly, a lot of people say that she didn't lose against Amanda Nunes, that it was very iffy. Yeah. A lot of like fifty fifty, yeah, went all five rounds. And fifty fifty thought Amanda won and fifty fifty thought Shevchenko won. That's why they're saying Oh no, they're not even saying they're gonna do that rematch. They're gonna they're saying the two sixty one has two girl uh I think the straw weight. Yeah, Rose Namajunas against uh Zhang. Uh-huh. And, and then Shevchenko, Shevchenko versus Andrade. Andrade. And they're saying if they both win then they're gonna make that championship fight with Zane or Yang 
and Shevchenko to Damn. make it like a super fight. So, I, I don't know about Andrade, man. Andrade is a beast, though. She she got some bombs. She just looks like... She's built. Yeah, she looks like she just got power. But she got pieced up by... That was a good fight with Rose. Doug Rose ain't no pushover. No. What, what's she, shaved, she shaved her hair and said, um, All right, I'm going to bust people up now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Doug Rose. Shout out Doug Rose. She's, so what's she's her, amazing. What's, what's her special? Like, where do you see Jessica actually like beating her? Is it like some on the ground or yeah. some stand up game? Really? Yeah. Ground game? On the ground. On the ground. Hmm. Jiu jitsu. Mm. Yep. Ooh. She's a Brazilian. But still, <laughs> she has that power. <laughs> she does, but she wants to try to beat Shevchenko where she doesn't expect it. Hmm. Sounds like a kick to the face to me by Shiv. Yeah. Well, you we'll could, see. Do, could do like what so she's what very your boy like, did. karate. The, the man got worked and he took it to the ground. But he he had a he has a history of his past five fights. Just like like I said, I said it on last episode. Uh, me and Keith talked about it too. Uh, he fought the dentist. Kevin Holland fought the dentist, and he basically lost that fight because the dentist was a like wrestling style style and taking him down quite a bit. And we don't really know how the fuck Kevin won, but he won. He didn't even know how he won. So Derek already knew what the hell he's going to do. He just controlled him the whole time. Five rounds, taking him down. God. It was sad to see, but it was funny to watch just because Kevin did not shut up from the moment it started. Slipped. Already got on the ground. It's like, ah, shit. (laughs) Fuck. I I like him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's making me laugh during the Fort Worth. Fucking, yeah. Shout out Fort Worth. Is there Ooh, a nice gym? Shout over out. Is there a nice gym that Kevin is there was in Dallas? He he tra- he tra- he he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, I can't really think of the the name of the gym, but he had the 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 trainer of the gym there with him and. I was wondering what about, they how they work out and like yeah, it's a pretty legit ass gym, bro. Got a black belt in kung fu. Got a black. No, I don't think he has a black belt in jujitsu. But he he loves jujitsu. He's working on it. He's just. He must got look that like wrestling, bro. Wrestling's a big. It's a main thing for MMA. If you know how to incorporate it, like Usman, if you know how to incorporate it right, because Kevin's defense was supposedly real good, but he kept getting taken down. And Jorge Masvidal's takedown defense is like. It's remarkable, bro. Like, he's really good with the defense. And he was basically just on the fence. He wasn't really on the ground. So, it's like... So you think you, there's maybe, levels. There's a lot of levels. Do you think uh, Mazdorff could stay up? In like stay I think he's going to have an answer for him, bro. And that's why I put $40 on Mazdorff just now. And then $40, $40 would give me 120 Yep. Then I put $40 When it's like trade. that, I usually put, like, something small. Like, 20 because twenty will get you, maybe 60. eighty. Is it sixty? If you put forty and it gets you one yeah. oh, twenty, yeah. Oh, times three. Well, the reason why I'm doing it is because I have like the three hundred from that little refund thing. So I'm just gonna do. So if either one of these picks win, I win all. So I have like it's like more chance. So then I put. Wait, 40 you got three hundred from the pickup thing. So then I got four hundred for her. It's what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, for the pickup thing, what are you talking about? Oh, for my for my pickup, that my little refund. 
Ah, uh, the from, Bilal? From the eye poke, yeah. Muhammad? Yeah, so I'm just I can't believe you got your money back on that, to be I was, honest with you. I was you. pretty happy, dude. <laughs> I just pretty So I put 40 on Andrea, 108. 40 on uh, Mazda for 120. <laughs> I just threw $20 at a parlay for an additional 276. What I would do at that, I would change the Andrade to like 35. Mm-hmm. And then put an extra five for the parlay. Yeah, just. Mm. But that's if you're confident that my boy Jorge will get the job done, because my boy Keepbox here is very confident that Andrade is gonna mm-hmm. get it done. Yeah. Right, so we're going from from uh, two seventy six, then with twenty five risk at to three hundred forty five. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's if when you're gonna make two bets like it. this it's always good to take money off of these mm-hmm. and i'll add it if you're really confident about these picks it's always good to take money off of these and add it all into the parlay just because that's going to be a bigger buyout payout that's uh, why i say like i'll do 20 i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep it at 40 just because i want to at least win my money back if either both of them win so if, if either of them win i still get my money back and some but then if both of them lose you know it's kind of Fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did. Well, you got the Andrade bet, right? So you'll get your money back. All right, got at least my money back. I heard it here. First, able to say that copyrighted with this podcast. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's pretty nice, pretty interesting right there. But yep. yeah, there's some good fights last night, man. Six knockouts, three on the prelims, and three on the main event. Who's that? I've seen a quick video. It's just a ground and pound. But he's throwing dropping like hammer fist. Yeah, that's exactly a good thing you t- talked about this. Because that was the man, Grant Dawson. He was projected to win by unanimous. Uh, he was winning two rounds. And then the third round, with one second left before it expired, knocks this guy cold Oh my gosh, mouthpiece flew out with the power this guy was with hammer fist. Not even straight, not even straight. It's just hammer fist, boom, mouthpiece goes loose. Boom, flies. It disappears, bro. Like went under the ring type shells. Like, god dang. Dude was out for like maybe two minutes. It was it was crazy. That was off a of prelim. And then you had the loser couple losing. There's an actual couple in MMA, last name Buys or Bays. It's B-U-Y-S. So you had JP, straight opener on the prelims, going against this new guy that just got, like, basically, he's wanting to get, re, like, re-signed, reconstructed with the UFC. Knocked him out cold, bro. Like, guy from Brazil, knocked him the fuck out. And then you had his wife... Going against a debut UFC contender, Monsterat Ruiz, a.k.a. Conejo, which means bunny or rabbit in Spanish. And she's Mexican. Fucking weigh-ins come, and this chick is literally in a bunny suit, bro. Wags her tail and everything. I was like, God dang, that's... What the hell? She's going out there and just used her purple belt fucking jujitsu and just tore this girl apart bro just had her on the ground basically like brunson and just three rounds of it so quick jabs elbows just on the ground chip it away and then at the end like five seconds before the the match ended 
she started talking mad shit to uh, Cheyenne Bice. Got Cheyenne fucking pissed, bro. They're just going off, cursing at each other, flipping each other off. It was a sight to yeah, see. And then you had Jorge's Masvidal's twin out there, Adrian Yanis. Boy, pieced up this guy, Gustavo Lopez. All three rounds, knocked him out 27 seconds into the third. Knocked him out fucking viciously. And you had Max Payne Griffin. First round knockout, two minutes and 20 seconds in. And both of these guys didn't really take no damage. So they're already preaching a fight in May in Houston. Mr. Adrian Yanez fighting out of Galveston, Texas, came out to chunk up the deuce. And I was like, bro, this is too lit. You cannot lose when this song... Like, I always imagine myself coming out to this song just because if I was in Houston and this guy in Las Vegas walks out to this song and just straight business kills this guy. Max Payne Griffin has nasty knockout power. Knocked out this... uh, His last name was Song. He had a 3-1 fight streak. And dude just... I thought he was going to at least go second round. Make it a fight. Nothing. Just pieced him up disgustingly. And you had the opener on the main card. Ty Shoebeer Tuavasa. 49 seconds in, bro. I think the max weight for heavyweights is 265. This guy comes in and weighs 264.5. Big boy. Dude, vicious kicks. Like, doesn't even look like he put that much force into it. It's like a whip, huh? Dude, that boy it was a big boy too, and he was just falling. And then pieced him up in 49 seconds. Just straight knockout. I was like, where's the shoe beer? He's part of the Samoan <laughs> dynasty. Yeah, easily. Shout out Roman Reigns, the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> the head of the table. This guy just proved that he was there to eat, man. This guy, fucking 49 seconds, just viciously, That's what dude. you do. You walk in there, knock someone out, drink some beer. You wreck everyone and leave. Wreck everyone and leave. Shout out. <laughs> Roman Reigns again. <laughs> and then you have a shoe beer, with if you're into that, where you actually get a beer, pour it in your shoe. Doesn't even have it. to be your shoe. It wasn't even his it shoe. It wasn't even his shoe. <laughs> they just Gross. gave that man a random shoe. They're like, oh, yeah, about time. Some guy barefoot in it. Poured a Modelo in it. Modelo it. on top of that raunchy beer. Eesh. Modelo time, fool. Modelo Sounds time. Good. Sounds like a badass one time. Like, I hear drink. it gives it a nice little salty taste. So if you like lime salt in your beer, shit. you might want to try a shoe beer. Might might work out for you. Just, Just don't put it on after. Shoes. Extra salt. The workout shoes. And then the other fight news to me was the saddest one of them all. For next week's fight on the baddest man on the planet, pay-per-view. Was that one sad? Ortega versus Alexander in the featherweight, featherweight class canceled due to COVID mm. on the champ. Champ got COVID. Mm. Had to cancel it. They're going to replace the fight. I just don't know with who yet. Kind of intriguing. Because now I feel like that's going to get moved to the UFC 261. Ooh. Imagine four fights on one card. That's not the one you, you go to that one, aren't you? I might if everything plans out on this pre-sale Wednesday. 
Shout out to UFC. Hopefully, I give me my code first. Promo code bans. And then I get to get in there with the promo code bans. And give y'all some of my bans to go enjoy these fights. Because I really want to watch Jorge get that championship belt. Which I think is possible. It's a very high so. possibility. A little, little change on it. I hope so. <laughs> Being in the atmosphere. I've never been to a UFC fight. And for people that are not UFC fans, I hear... Once you go to one event, it's just life-changing. Just the electricity being around. It's just... It's different than any other sports event. And I'm a big WWE head. And I'm telling you, the WWE universe is a savage place. When you're in that arena, it's just savagery, bro. So, I can imagine a legit savage organization like the UFC and being in there. I've... I'm pretty sure that's going to be really life-changing. Really makes you a fan. And I'm already a big fan, so... If everything goes right, I can possibly see this UFC 261. And I don't know why. Just have a feeling that's where Ortega and Alexander's going to get moved to. That'd be nice. Unless they, like, give them on a random fight night card. Because I believe there's two fight nights after this pay-per-view next week. Which have some good players... Are good fighters, so it's it's all a game. Yeah, we got two fight nights. So uh, this coming weekend, we got Stipe Miocic against uh, Francis Ngannou. They fought before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stipe won the first fight, mm-hmm. but Ngannou is a different fighter these days. Uh, knocks working. literally everybody out that he fights. And he's working on his wrestling for this rematch because he got basically out wrestled and. Out gas, bro. That guy got gassed out pretty, pretty heavily and took a heartbreak. I, I don't know if it was like the mental edge from getting a heartbreak in championship fight when you're actually there. Yeah. It's just like a different heartbreak than just getting a loss. Cause yeah. you're there for the treasure, and then the man just took the loot and booked. And you're like, damn, let's do it again. And then you get the second chance to make it a third, make it a three. Fight card type shit. Just a crazy mental edge. Just like you're just in the passenger. You're not even the back. You're in the driver's seat now. Yeah, I mean, Ngannou's got crazy knockout power. Uh, I heard it's equivalent of getting hit by this Ford at the highest speed it can go. I don't know how they get the stat, sports <laughs> science, but Dana White went on a record saying that. It's equivalent of getting hit by a Ford at full speed. So if you uh, get punched by Francis Ngannou, your body explodes. <laughs> a Ford car Escort. Rig. Ford Escort is actually a little, little car like this. Yeah, man. little sedan car. So imagine a sedan going full speed at you while you're going jaywalking down the street, and you literally get hit by this Ford Escort. Right How far are you gonna get launched? Well, imagine if the car just hopped up at the perfect height. No, I'm just saying, like, you're, like, just jaywalking. And then Ford Escort, full speed, just drunk driver. Just zooming. And just hits you straight on. Yeah. You dead? Or are you gonna <laughs> yeah. just, like, Oh, you're, no, you're, you're dead. Imagine a fighter going in there, just piecing up with this man. Think, like, you already know in the back of your head you can get knocked out at any second. But when you get knocked out... This is equivalent of that Ford Escort going full speed with a hit. That's that's some fucking power. 
Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of... That's some fucking crazy freak power. Nigerians. Yeah. Crazy. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> but, Stipe is the champ for a reason. Mm. Uh, he beat uh, DC his last fight. Daniel Cormier. Hey, pussy, you still there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, uh, John. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really hoping Stipe wins uh, mm-hmm. this coming weekend so that we can possibly get him against John Jones. Uh, That'll be the keeps working to get up to heavyweight. Both of these fights would be the fight to see versus John. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, the greatest heavyweight of all time, and you got the freak power of Francis. That'd be kind of cool. Imagine just going against a dude named Francis, though. Uh, I gotta fight Francis. I gotta fight Francis, but he's six four and two sixty. So, <laughs> fuck that. Uh, yeah, six I mean, four. I mean, John That's John Jones, Jones mm-hmm. against either one of these guys will be a great fight. Amazing uh, fight. I think he would dominate Francis. Honestly, if they fought, he would take him down and do the John Jones thing where he just beats him up, I similar like to what he did against crazy DC. Leg kicks, like crazy karate leg kicks. Because he does that quite... He has fucking some limbs that are just long. Wasn't it you told me he was kind of tripping on it? Because he kind of has like skinny legs. But, but still like cracky. But still now, being a heavyweight, that boy has bulked up so much. He's massive. And yeah. his genetics are stupid. I mean, his one of his brothers was drafted out of Syracuse by the Ravens. His other brother is Chandler Jones with the oh, no the Cardinals. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, I had a that's feeling. What I was talking about. I was going to say last episode, it's I was like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's his brother. No, yeah. The only non-football player, he's and he's a, a fighter. And he's good. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> ob- like, arguably the greatest fighter of all time. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. the genetics are Great stupid. Yeah. And uh, he, walks off, he walks around, around. He was walking around around like two thirty, two forty, before he had like cut weight to two o five, and now he's bulked up to like two forty five. This guy's massive, and he's just working out with guns half the time. <laughs> shit, that shit's fucking crazy to me. Yeah, just working out and talking shit to uh, Adesanya because oh, yeah. uh, Adesanya still is trying to make that fight happen. Don't I know see, how. I thought he seemed scared, dude. Nah, he's like about it, but not about it. He is basically how you you're gonna go up to two o five after the man says I'm legit. These guys don't scare me. I'm going to heavyweight. I already made up my mind. I'm like no, he hasn't signed a fight yet, bro. Dude is literally two forty five right now, solid muscle. I'm pretty sure he's committed to heavyweight, and Israel's still. I guess trying to get. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. This yeah, freaks I, me out. I mean, John Jones basically gave the belt to Jan from basically. Poland, whatever Blachenkovic or whatever the hell his last name is. Blachowicz. Blachowicz. Yeah. Hey. He gave it. He gave it away to him. He said, "You know what? I don't want it anymore." He gave a vacant fight for uh, Dominic Reyes. Yeah, but I mean, and John yeah. John knew nobody was going to beat him, so he's you know what. Here, you guys take it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I cleared this division out two times over, beat up everybody. I'm gonna go up to heavyweight and beat up everybody there. That's gonna be those are some crazy fights to see. Derek Lewis, Francis, Stipe, Curtis. Fuck. They got Rosenstruck. Dude. And then you have that one dude from France that's actually like doing really good right now. 
he just beat Rosenstruck. But the way John Jones fights, he's a real martial artist to me. So the way he fights is just straight Bruce Lee. But imagine Bruce Lee at 245 and 6'4". Six, four, six foot four. Yeah. <laughs> scary. That's a scary he's, individual. He's at the Jackson's gym, right? Right there now? Yeah, Greg Jackson. Greg Jackson. Mm-hmm. Still doing it to this day. Greg Jackson. I'd love to be on a, uh, like a uh, hike over there in the New Mexico mountains and just see that man running by with a bulletproof vest on. I love it. With his German Shepherd. <laughs> his canine. Yeah. God. Very friendly, but if he tells you to sick you, you're just dead. God. <laughs> this shit's amazing. What other fights you got yeah, on that but, card? Yeah, uh, but on that card, too, we have Tyron Woodley. Oh, against Luca. Luke. Uh, Luke. Luke. That guy is good. Uh, Tyron Woodley's probably going to get beat up Dude, because Jesus. that's all he does these days. Uh, mm. He made a run. He won the title. He defended it, what, twice, maybe? And then since then, it's just all been downhill from there. Uh, he actually won the... Uh, Did he defend it twice, or is it just once against Usman? I feel, Usman. Like he, I feel like he won, he won he, two he title fights. He got it fights. from Robbie Lawler. And then... I don't know what was next after that. Yeah, that, that card where he won it against Robbie Lawler, actually, uh, the infamous Conor McGregor double belt the two champ does what the fuck he wants uh that was his belt that oh, dana the, white gave him the infamous fucking whenever uh, he beat up i want to uh, take this moment to apologize to absolutely nobody yeah uh, that was uh that was tyron woodley's belt that dana gave to uh connor while he celebrated in madison really? Square garden yeah I thought, dang, I did not know that. I thought yeah. they just took a minute to get the belt. No, that's where uh, all the... They they started talking about uh, Connor fighting Tyron Woodley. Yeah, because then, mm. then they have like, a little altercation in the back or something. Yeah, because that's Tyron Woodley was pissed off that uh, they gave his belt to Connor. <laughs> what are you going to do? Woodley get beat up? Maybe maybe three years ago when that happened, but Woodley now is soft and he gets his ass kicked by everybody. And then we got uh Sugar Sean O'Malley. The J Bands of against uh Almeida. Thomas Almeida from uh Brazil. I'm gonna assume that he's related to the other Almeidas from Brazil. Uh, I always think that too, but you never know. You know, Sugar Sean, he's a knockout artist. Yeah, I'm gonna assume that Almeida is a takedown Very, artist and yep. submission artist. Mm-hmm. So. And that's what this guy wants. He wants to get taken down already, where he can show everybody his ground game, because he he really thinks his ground game is amazing. But at the same time, he thinks he's still undefeated after he <laughs> lost to Cheeto Vera, oh. which I've, I've, every time I see it, I just. It's cringy. I'm like, bro, you lost. You know, sequited or what? Yeah, yeah, I'd want to get taken down too if I got knocked out like he did. You nasty. He got. He, he did got, get knocked out, didn't he? It's yeah. It went on the record as a knockout, but he basically uh. They say that the calf kicks are like, like, once you like get kicked at the calf, you start like losing like the mobility of like your leg type shit, like to your foot. And he ended up hurting his foot, basically got taken down, and then he got some vicious elbows till 
He got fucking knocked out. Yeah. And he thinks he's undefeated still. Kind of weird, right? Yeah, the mindset yeah. that fighters have. I said Tyron Woodley don't really have the mindset of a fighter. And now this guy that got knocked out is like, I'm undefeated. I'm still going to put my undefeated record on the line. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Just kind of ask you. Be there, you know, go there trying to fight anybody. And now he has uh, dad strength. Yeah. He's a, he's a, this is going to be his first fight as a, a father. He already has a daughter that's, that's like maybe said. six, seven months. Yeah, you always talk about that mom and dad strength. Ever since, ever since I heard it from uh, El Cucuy, uh, Tony Ferguson, and seeing the chin that that dude has, and like, dude, I'm telling you, that arm bar that looked like he broke his arm, and he still like went through it. It's like, they said dad strength's just different. And the last fight on the uh, main card is Jamie Malarkey against uh, Kama Worthy. They are in the lightweight division. Uh, That's honestly, one of the hardest I've, to fit. Oh, speaking of lightweights, they got the never heard of championship one of fights finally. Well, not situated yet, but in the works is Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler for the Michael vacant, Chandler. <laughs> vacant title belt. Michael Chandler coming in from Bellator. Uh, his first fight, knocked out. Who the hell did he fight? He fought Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker, yeah. Six, six foot. Took him down, beat him up. Threw knocked his ass out. Solid WWE uh, post-fight promo. Hell yeah. Called out Khabib. Khabib said, fuck that. I'll whoop your ass too. I'm not going to fight you. Retired yeah. today or ladders, uh, two underneath. days ago. He's a fucking Donkey Kong at the end, just throwing the barrels. <laughs> and then Michael Chandler at that time is just starting the game. He's at the very bottom having to climb up the ladders. And now he's straight up fucking put a cheat code in. And second fight, already fighting for the belt in the UFC. Yeah, but coming in, Michael Chandler was a, uh, a you know, former a top guy. Strike, no, is it Strike Force? Strike Force or Bellator, one of them. But, you know, he's he's known to beat people up. I mean, he has a 22-5 and five record. Compared to Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira is 30 and 8. Yeah. Uh, mm. Brazilian. So. Compare Usman to uh, Jorge Masvidal's record. All right. And uh, Jorge is 34 and like 13. How many of those are actual UFC fights, though? Uh, I don't know. Be completely honest. Let's see. That's just Usman is 18 and 1 compared to Masvidal's 35 and 14. This guy has more knockouts than this guy has wins, no? Probably. I'm going to say it like right. But uh, I just think it's a bad matchup for Masvidal. Uh, Usman. Even the second time coming. Yeah. After being in there 25 minutes, not knocked uh, down, not knocked out, and went in there. I do. Usman's a top-tier wrestler. Uh, If he feels any sort of danger... He's going to do what he needs to do, get Masvidal on the ground. What if this time he times it perfect like he did with Ben Askren and knees him to the face? But Ben Askren <laughs> and Usman are two totally different fighters. That's what I'm saying, but what if he times it perfect? Because Jorge knew what Ben was going to do off the back, so he actually went with it. So what if this time he kind of has a similar like measurement of, 
I feel like I know what he's gonna do, and then he times it perfect and hits him with the flying knee or something. Yeah, but hits I don't. Him with the fucking uppercut. I don't see Usman running in like a crazy person trying mm-hmm. to go for a takedown. Not at right all. Away. I don't think I've ever seen that ever with Usman. But like, how you said, like, if the time gets to the time where he has to say, "Oh, I know what to do," I gotta fucking take this guy down, and Jorge just calculates it right because he says every time I fight. I see numbers like this number, this number, blah blah blah. Like I just see statistics. You see so, notorious for going for the knee, the flowing nah, knee. Well, he, he's he's done always it twice. incorporates. He always incorporates it in gym. Twice successfully or just once successfully when he Hit killed right Ben Askren. Right? Yeah, think, I think he has maybe another one at like his early fights. Mm. But he's very technical and tactical with <laughs> striking. So yeah, I mean he's. He, He's smart. He's very smart. He's been doing this since Kimball Slice days. Yeah, he 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 fought in that same league or whatever whatever it is on YouTube that Kimball Slice used to fight in. Oh no! Shit. So I mean, he had the ponytail. He was a young and they called him ponytail. That's yeah, the first huh. like every time I honestly seen fights because uh, me and Keith over here we drove to before I even knew how to really drive. We drove to Buffalo Wild Wings from. Permit to Odessa to go watch. Uh, I think JDS did like a fucking debut right then and there. But before that, the only fights I've ever really seen was like highlights of UFC. Like, cause they used to have DVDs and stuff. But at the same time, we were really big on YouTube cause that shit was popping. And that's when Kimbo Slice became a big thing. And we ended up watching all these videos. So now he's Street Jesus. Game bread. Blessing people. You had me cracking you up. Baptizing. You said, he, he, said uh, he said you called out from work because you had to go to the spring get baptized. And then COVID hit and I had to cancel everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. I Damn. thought you had a baptism yep. to go to. No. Last, uh, last July, yep. we were going go to go to Vegas first. and watch Masvidal fight Usman the first time. Yeah, the first, or not the first ever, but at the International Fight Week. Yeah. It was going to be, a, had the... The hotel and the plane ticket ready. And all we were waiting on was the tickets to go on sale. And COVID hit heavily. And I had to cancel everything. Didn't have the excuse. Gonna go watch a baptism. Yeah, I mean, if they if they stand up the whole time, Usman is outmatched. I mm-hmm. mean, Masvidal went toe-to-toe with Nate Diaz and finished him. Who was- never gets finished. That was a nice fight. Yeah, and he got the BMF title. I mean, yeah. From what was shown, like, I was enjoying that. And then, supposedly, it trips me out how you you said last week about Bilal Muhammad. You you picked him because he's a slow starter, and he picks up the more the fight goes, and it was his first five round. Mm -hmm. And that's what Nate Diaz does. He has that tank, and supposedly the fourth and fifth round are his. So, it was like... Yeah, and he no, I mean, he was getting there. demolished, but at the same time, he can push some shit out, get clipped, clip George, and yeah, either that or... is Nate Diaz right now, and he's just retired probably right now, just with the belt at this house. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. bad as he's sitting there and just smoking some pot, talking shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the life. It is. It's the life. You know, retired. You got you did your thing. But going back to this this coming weekend, you know, Stipe against uh, Nganu, you know, that's the big one this weekend. Biggest fight in shit, I would say probably the year. Baddest man on the planet, pay-per-view, 
If yeah. Stipe wins, he's just going to show his... Like, dude, if he beats Francis this time with Francis 2.0, dude, I'm telling you, he's probably going to retire as the best heavyweight ever. And then vacant title fight will be John versus Francis. And then Francis, at that time, if this, like, goes correct, and my fucking theory is true, Francis might have three heartbreak fucking championship fights that he lost. I think he's going to go back to boxing because he was a big boxer before MMA. I think he's just going to be like, I ain't championship material. That that mentality is going to... It's gonna kill him, bro. It's losing to Stipe twice and then losing to the GOAT, just going up to heavyweight finally. But that's if Stipe retires. I mean, he's, he looks like he loves this shit. He's 38 years old. Mm-hmm. He's in great shape. This is gonna be a good pay per view to watch. Yeah, it should be. It should be really good. Um, the, the first one was a heartbreaker for Francis. That boy, like, just. Just staring at fucking Stipe like, fuck you, man. Not even, dude. Like, he was like, <laughs> just staring at that man like, I can't believe I had a title fight. And on top of that, I lost by getting out-wrestled. And this guy picked me up, too. Just in shock with this guy. He's always been in shock with Stipe. He's like, how, how are you so good, but you're so friendly? <laughs> like it's just like a you like a kid that you just saw was munching on some hot Cheetos and then you flip the script on him and you're like hey I actually like these and you just take his bag he's just probably gonna just stare that at kid's you kid's like these aren't even hot and you're like I don't care I don't care what you think get out of here just flip the script on him and now he's eating it you're like hey these aren't even hot to me <laughs> And he's just looking at you like, I can't believe you actually did that. Damn, that was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you do that? I was just bullshitting. These are hot. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how Francis was looking at that boy, Stipe. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Stipe fan. Uh, The first time he lost to DC was bullshit. But, you know, uh, I'm actually scared going into this weekend that all it takes is one punch from Nganu. He's big as fuck. Well, yeah, that's basically... Got, got a lot of content today. Didn't think we were gonna record that long, but it should... It so was like, like two hours? Uh, we are at one hour two four. hours and 18 minutes. Basically wraps up episode three. It was a good one. The St. Patty Day special over here live in Dallas, Denton, Texas. Man, had special guest, Keith Boggs. I tell you, this guy is an analyst, man. This is where I get some of my my information from. Uh, Shout out to Keith, because it was a pleasure having you as a special guest on the episode, man. Yeah, let's let's drive back to uh, Dallas from Denton and uh, go drink some more beer. And just get this edited and probably be out soon by, I'll say probably Tuesday. Depending on when I get home. <laughs> but J Bands, pleasure in the flesh. Yes, sir. Good gosh, man. Shout out to J Bands for this Man with Bands podcast cap. Good gosh, no cap on that. That's fucking fat. Good. And shout out him buying me a case of Dos Equis. 
after the Broncos are dog shit again. This the future thing. Yeah. We're going to have to find this. out on season two. <laughs> find out on season two if Jay Bands won or Keith Box won, but we're still on season one. Going heavily strong every Sunday. So I thank you all for listening, guys and gals. And stay yeah. tuned to next week. Dropping another fire one. Yes, Maybe. sir. Okay, you, no, your fights aren't until next month. Never mind. Oh, no, no. We but... still got the Stipe. I mean, Stipe and Francis. That's Hell when yeah. you do it from the hotel. Well, appreciate y'all. <laughs> hey, appreciate you, man. Appreciate Mr. Austin Bristol for letting us yes, host sir. this in this in this house. Shout out A Bands. A Bands. <laughs> I couldn't make up a name really, but it's just I'm not telling you this is this is just historic right here. Number one eighty, gonna be shooting for one fifty. Let's get it. Peace. Yeah.